In order for you to speak freely, fluidly, smoothly, you have to be in a state of focused relaxation. When you know that you have that muscle, you know you can bounce back from anything. And when you know you can bounce back from anything, you become unstoppable and fearless because you're willing to take risks. It is your ability to keep taking one step forward during those moments that is going to drive your effectiveness as a leader. And it's what's going to help you develop a voice that helps you have an enormous impact in the work that you do. Welcome to the Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik. And my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is so good to have you listening. My name is Jess, and I am the host and creator of the Art of Speaking Up podcast. I am a career coach for ambitious women, and I am here to help you build confidence, find your voice, and grow into an unstoppable, super powerful leader. I love this work. I love this work because I had a corporate career, and I was very successful in my corporate career. I worked at McKinsey. I became an executive in my early 30s at these major companies, but I went through a long journey of struggle, which I talk about often on this podcast and I'll continue to talk about. But I felt like the resources out there that exist out in the world to support professional women in building confidence and really elevating professionally When I was in my corporate career, I felt like those resources were very surface level and not very helpful. And one of the reasons I started this podcast was because I wanted to offer a perspective that was deeper and more useful. And it was a perspective that I really felt like was missing for me as an ambitious woman in the corporate space who wanted to do big things with her career, but who was struggling to feel confident. And this podcast was really my way of addressing a big gap that I was feeling when I was out there in the corporate space, trying to feel more empowered, trying to feel strong, like wanting to feel awesome and unstoppable inside and not really finding a place or a resource that helped me with that. That's why I created this show. And I fell so in love with it that I eventually made this show my full-time job. And now this is what I do. I'm a full-time coach and podcaster. And today's episode is part of a bonus series that I'm doing in honor of Doors Being Open for the Art of Speaking Up Academy. So this is part two of this bonus podcast series. It's called Unstoppable Voice. And in it, I'm covering some of the foundational pieces, especially mindset, like the foundational mindset pieces that you need to have in place in order to have an unstoppably powerful voice. So in part one, I talked about perfectionism. This is huge, and if you want to have a strong, confident voice, you must listen to part one. Today, in part two, I'm talking about another really important piece of the mindset puzzle when it comes to having an unstoppable voice, and that is releasing self-criticism. I'm so passionate about this, and releasing self-criticism, self-judgment, self-shaming, self-blaming, 
This is probably one of the most foundational things that I am doing with my clients as a coach because it is one of the most important and one of the most impactful things that you can do and work on if you want to feel more confident and have a more powerful, effective voice in the workplace. This is a step that cannot be skipped. And what I will say is that when it comes to self-criticism and the mindset piece, which is what we're talking about today, I find that so many people underestimate how important this is, and they overestimate how important the surface level skills are. So they think, I just need to listen to another podcast, learn another tool, learn another framework, get better at communicating. They overestimate how much they need all those surface level skills, and they underestimate how much they should be focused on mindset and on dismantling their own internal self-criticism. Now, what's really cool is just like you can build communication skills and surface level skills, you can also build deeper internal skills, deeper mindset skills. So learning to recognize your own self-criticism and not allow it to have such a strong impact on you is something that you can learn to do. It's a psychological muscle you can build. And let me tell you, when you build it and it gets strong, you will feel so unstoppable. This is hands down what has fueled me, and it is what I have found to be the most potent fuel in my work with my clients is helping them learn to let go of some of the really incessant, intense self-criticism, self-judgment, self-blaming, self-shaming that they experience in their minds. That's why I'm talking about this today, and that's why this topic plays a central central role in the Art of Speaking Up Academy. One of the first things that we do inside that program is we take a deep dive into your experience of self-criticism and help you explore how you can detach from it because until you learn to do that and until you get good at that, it's going to be very hard for you to have the courage to consistently put your voice out there, consistently take risks, consistently take up space in the way that you need to, to have a strong, effective voice. That's why I'm diving into it in this special bonus series. That's why it is so central to the Art of Speaking Up Academy. And before I dive even deeper into self-criticism, I want to let you know that doors are open to sign up for the Art of Speaking Up Academy. Doors are open between now and Friday, May 12th. So as of this episode dropping, there are just a few days left to join. And if you resonate with what I'm sharing in this episode and you realize that this is something that you need to work on, the Art of Speaking Up Academy is going to help you take this deeper and apply it to you and your specific internal mindset struggles that you are facing. This work is so powerful and I'm so excited to dive into it. So let's get into it. So in order for me to really talk about how to address and dismantle self-criticism, I first want to explain what it is, and I want to give us a conceptual framework to think about self-criticism because it's a very intangible thing. We experience it in our minds. It's not this outward physical thing that we can just like point to, right, and be like, oh, I can see it. It's invisible. It happens within our own consciousness. And so If I'm going to talk about something as intangible as self-criticism, 
I want to make it as tangible and practical as possible so that it makes sense to you and so that you can apply it and learn from all of this. So here's how I think about self-criticism. This is enormously helpful to me, and I'm hoping that it will help you in your journey as well. So the way that I think about it is, you know when you're watching the news and there's the person speaking on the news channel, the anchor or the presenter, and then at the bottom of the screen, there's usually a second stream of news updates, and it's those sentences that are moving across the screen. And so there's two streams of news happening at once. There's what the presenter or the anchor is speaking about on the news channel, and then there's that stream on the bottom with all of the other news updates, which is typically completely separate topics, right? Which I I find a little overwhelming. It's like, how am I supposed to listen to two things at once? But anyway, this is a great way to understand and think about self-criticism because I think about us in our minds as having that bottom, like the bottom layer on the news screen with the news updates that are scrolling by. I basically think about how we have an incessant line of dialogue that is always happening in our minds, like always scrolling by in our minds. It's just an incessant stream of thoughts and internal chatter that we are constantly saying to ourselves or hearing in our minds all of the time, right? It's always there. And it is so much a part of our internal psychological experience that sometimes we don't even notice it's there. We're just kind of in it like a fish in water. We're just in our own thoughts. But with things like meditation and mindfulness and mindset work, which is my favorite, We can actually deliberately look at those thoughts and look at the words and thoughts and sentences that are moving across our minds. And as we do this, it really shines a light on our internal dialogue and where the baseline of our mindset is. It kind of shows our starting point of where our mindset is when we start to look at that stream of thoughts that is moving through our psyche all of the time. So I'm going to refer to that stream of thoughts as the line at the bottom of the TV screen. That visual really helps me think about it, remember it, identify it. And the reason that this is so important is because the contents of what's in that line of moving text that is moving across our mind always, the contents of it inform how we feel and how we feel informs our behavior. So there is a chain reaction that happens where depending on the contents of our inner thoughts and our inner monologue, we're going to feel differently and we're going to take different action. And our inner monologue becomes especially important and this idea becomes especially important when we are trying to do something outside our comfort zone, something challenging, something vulnerable, something that we've never done before. And I want to explain this to you through an example that I think is really going to drive this point home for you, I hope, in a profound way that changes the way that you think about mindset and helps you see just how important mindset is. So this is going to be a little bit of a scary visualization, but we need it. It's so important for us to learn this concept together. I want you to imagine two really tall buildings and a balance beam 
that connects the two buildings to each other. And I want you to imagine the challenge of having to walk across a balance beam that is suspended many hundreds of feet in the air without falling. Now, let's assume we have a harness on. So if we fall, we're not going to fall to our death, right? But still really scary to be all the way up on this balance beam, walking from one building to another and hoping you don't fall. Now, as you're having this experience of walking across this balance beam, it's as much about your physical body staying in balance as it is about what's happening in your mind. So I want you to think about as you're walking across this balance beam, the ticker tape, like the the words at the bottom of the TV screen that are running through your mind, I want you to imagine how the contents of that inner monologue might impact your experience of trying to safely cross the balance beam and get from one building to the other without falling. If the ticker tape in your mind and if that inner monologue is like, oh my gosh, oh no, don't fall, you're doing it wrong, it's horrible, it's going to be very hard for you to maintain your balance, right? So when the dialogue is very, very negative, it's not going to support you in staying calm, in staying focused, and in staying positive and optimistic that you are going to make it to the other end. What you actually need in your inner monologue in order to complete that challenge and walk from one building to the other is you need that inner monologue and those words to be saying things like one more step, keep going, you're doing great, you've got this, you're getting closer, you're almost there, just another step, good job, right? So I want you to imagine the different experiences you'd have walking across that balance beam. The first experience is one where the inner monologue is, ah, you're going to fall. You're doing it wrong. Why did you do that? Why did you look that way? You're messing things up. This isn't going to work. You're never going to make it to the other side. It's so far away. I want you to contrast that with, yes, you took your first step. You've got this. Okay. Take another one. Amazing. You're still going. Oh, you had a little wobble, but that's okay. You can just keep going. You're getting closer and closer. Just one more step. I want you to think about the difference between those two experiences. And I want you to think about your likelihood of falling off this balance beam that is suspended up in the air. The likelihood of falling off is much higher when that inner monologue, that ticker tape at the bottom of the news screen is unsupportive and is creating stress, like a literally a physical stress response in your body. Whereas when that internal monologue is supportive and encouraging and empowering and calming, then you are far less likely to fall off. And I love this analogy because it so clearly shows how self-criticism can have a real impact on performance and how it's not just words in our mind, but it's part of our psyche, right? It's part of our psychology and it impacts how we feel and how we're going to be able to show up in the moment. This is why if you want to have an unstoppable voice and be a, have like this powerful presence and be a really effective communicator, You have to become proficient in noticing that internal monologue and being able to gently shift it into something that is more supportive. And this is a mental muscle 
It's a mindset muscle that you build and strengthen over time. Just like you can't build muscles at the gym by going to the gym once, this is very similar. Your ability to shift to a more supportive inner monologue is a skill that you cultivate with practice. And it takes time and it takes practice because most of us have been speaking to ourselves in a very mean way for most of our lives. Now, here's why this is such a helpful way to understand speaking and to understand why self-criticism and a self-critical monologue is so counterproductive to having a confident, effective voice. Speaking is a lot like walking across that balance beam that is suspended high in the air. It might not feel that way at first. It might feel like, but wait, like when I'm speaking, my two feet are tethered to the ground, right? And I'm not in any sort of like physical danger, like everything's fine. But to speak effectively and confidently and crisply, we have to have a lot of the similar things that we need to successfully cross the balance beam. The first is like we need to be able to stay present and focused on what's ahead. The more we get distracted by our own negativity, the harder it is to speak, right? And this, I'm sure this has happened to you. This happens to my clients all the time. They get so up in their heads that they can't even stay present in the meeting, right? And they get so up in their heads when they're speaking that they can't even stay present with what they're saying. And so you need to be able to stay with what's in front of you rather than getting sucked into that really negative spiral of self-criticism. The other thing that you also need is you also need to be able to be in a state of focused relaxation, right? So to cross the balance beam, you have to have this balance between being focused, but not focused in a stressed out way where you're gripping so hard, focused and relaxed, right? Like you have to be present, focused, but not super tense. The same is true for when you're speaking. You want to be present, you want to be focused, but you don't want to be super, super tense because Just like crossing a balance beam requires a certain degree of looseness, agility, relaxation, so does speaking. In order for you to speak freely, fluidly, smoothly, you have to be in a state of focused relaxation, right? Unless you're like just reading from a script and you know the exact words that you're going to say. Any other form of speaking, if you want to speak, you have to relax enough to let the ideas flow and to let your mind start working for you as you're speaking so that you can open that channel to express yourself. And when you are being highly mean and self-critical to yourself, it is really, really hard to be in that state of focused relaxation. Instead of getting relaxed, you get stressed and tense. And when you're stressed and tense, it's hard to speak because there's a certain fluidity and a certain letting go that has to happen in order for you to speak effectively. So speaking is a lot like crossing that balance beam in that you need to be present and you need to be focused, but there's also a certain degree of letting go. And it's really hard to be present and focused and let go when there's a really intense 
negative monologue happening in your mind that is drawing your attention away from the present moment and away from what it is you're saying. And there's one more really important piece to this, which is that crossing those balance beams at the top of the building is scary as heck, right? It is so scary. When you're scared and then you're criticizing and judging yourself because you're scared, it does not help you navigate the fear and feel courageous. It it does the opposite. You feel ashamed. You feel like something's wrong with you, right? So when you're walking across that balance beam and you're saying to yourself, oh my God, I can't believe you're scared. You're messing this up. This is horrible. That's not going to help you navigate the fear. What you need is a supportive inner monologue. You need to release the self-criticism and support yourself through that scary experience by saying, hey, one step in front of the other. You've got this. I know this is scary, but wow, you're doing it, right? When you do that, it helps you be more resourced internally to face and navigate the fear. And I'm sure if you listen to this show and you're working on finding your voice, I'm sure you know that speaking up can feel very, very scary. It can feel a lot like walking across a balance beam that is suspended in the air and hoping that you don't fall. And one of the most powerful things that you can do is be kind and supporting of yourself rather than criticizing yourself during a moment that is already difficult and already scary. If you're walking across the balance beam or you're taking up space in a meeting and it's really intimidating or you're speaking to a group of people and you feel scared, if you're having those experiences, self-criticism is only going to make it harder. So it is so, so, so important to develop this muscle of being able to recognize the self-criticism because usually you're so in it that you don't even see it's happening. You're just experiencing it. So you start noticing it and you get better at not spiraling down into it. And eventually you get better at encouraging yourself from the inside out. Because that is truly where confidence comes from. It doesn't come from things outside of you. It comes from what's inside of you. And it comes from your ability to encourage and empower yourself during challenging moments. When you know that you have that muscle, you know you can bounce back from anything. And when you know you can bounce back from anything, you become unstoppable and fearless because you're willing to take risks. And it all comes down to your relationship with yourself, your internal world, and your ability to separate from self-criticism and learn to speak to yourself, empower yourself, and inspire yourself the same way you want to speak to, empower, and inspire your team when they're struggling. If you need a guide or a compass for how to speak to yourself, I want you to think about if you have a team of people or maybe one day you have a team or maybe you're running an entire company, maybe you're the CEO of an entire company, I want you to think about how do I speak to my team, my employees, my company when they're struggling? How do I want to speak to them? That's how you need to be speaking to yourself. That leadership starts internally. You become not just a better communicator, but a better leader 
as you're able to do that internally, because then you can do it more authentically and easily for others. And that's really what you're building, right? It's that leadership voice, that resilience, that strength within you that helps you take one step, like put one foot in front of the other, even when it's hard, even when it's scary, even when you want to retract and not walk across the balance beam. It is your ability to keep taking one step forward during those moments that is going to drive your effectiveness as a leader. And it's what's going to help you grow your confidence and develop a voice that helps you have an enormous impact in the work that you do. This is why self-criticism and mindset and building the ability to release self-criticism and speak to yourself like the leader that you want to be, this is why that ability is so essential to developing a confident voice. This is why it's at the core of everything I do because I've been working on myself and doing this work for a while and I just know that if you're not addressing the deeper layers, then you can only achieve so much change and you tend to find yourself stuck in the same place over and over and over again. If you are ready to cultivate a mindset that makes you feel unstoppable, even in very, very difficult, very edgy, very stretchy situations, and if you know that part of your growth and part of your next step is to learn to release self-criticism so that you can speak to yourself like a confident leader, and then as a result, sound like one on the outside, That is exactly what I'm going to help you with inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. We start with mindset and we start with identifying the ways in which your self-criticism is getting in the way of the voice and the impact that you want to have. And we're going to be kicking off the Art of Speaking Up Academy with a 30-day challenge where I'm going to challenge you to take inspired action fueled by an empowering, encouraging internal monologue because it all starts with your inner world and your ability to release self-criticism and speak to yourself in a way that makes you feel badass and powerful and unstoppable. If you are ready for that, come join me in the next round of the Art of Speaking Up Academy. Doors are open until Friday, May 12th, so there are just a few days left to join. The summer cohort is full, it is sold out, but there are spots available in the fall cohort and I would love to welcome you in. Head over to justguzzitcoaching.com slash academy to secure your spot. You can also see the entire program curriculum at justguzzitcoaching.com slash academy. Scroll to the middle of the page and there's a button that says download program curriculum and you will see in detail exactly what I cover inside this curriculum-based program. And if you have questions, send me a note, jessica at theartofspeakingup.com. I will drop it in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. I hope I get to meet you inside the Academy and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.